On most weekends here at DNVR, we play WGT World Golf Tour on our phones. If you don't have World Golf Tour, download it from dnvrgolf.com. And then once you're in there, search for the DNVR Three Country Club. Uh, we play tournaments on the weekends. It's a lot of fun. Sometimes you guys can even win cash prizes. It's a pretty cool deal. And when we're not playing tournaments, you can play against 20 million people online. So it's a super fun game. Check out WGT, the official gaming partner of DNVR. You can download the game from dnvrgolf.com and then search for the DNVR 3 Country Club. Before we start this, I just opened up my phone for a second, and there is a comment from it's it's Paul Millsap. I don't know if you guys can see. You remember this where he looks like LeBron, but yeah. this is him talking to the media, and his caption is "How I look at meaningless and un- unimportant thoughts and convos." <laughs> Are we the meaningless yes. and unimportant thoughts and convos? That's hundred percent what that means. You know what? I kind of. Agree. I agree as well. Uh, Paul, we, we agree with you, buddy. Welcome in, everybody, to the DNVR Nuggets podcast. I'm your host, Adam Manas. I'm joined by two of my three esteemed colleagues seated to the... You don't care where they're seated. It's Brendan Bo. Hey, what's up? I am seated to his left for those who did want to know. Did you see, Brendan, I posted the uh, Wancho preseason video that you and I made? Um, yes. Where you have the uh, the lotion on your nose. It was very good. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good time, man. It that, really feels like that was 15 years ago. That was one year ago. I know. It's so weird. Hard it's, to believe. <laughs> the man with the wind in his hair, though. Harrison Wind. See, I am actually seated to Adam's left on this Zoom call. Hmm. Wow. Zoom is so different. From my view. I've always wondered what, the, what it was like on your guys' view. Now I know. Um, so... Those de- important details aside, today, I'm not going to lie, guys, we have a Tuesday show for you, a very Tuesday show. And what I mean by that is we're going to have a lot of fun because, you know, a little bit of a slow news day, but um, it, it's going to be fun nonetheless because we have some major news. At the end of the show, we're going to talk about a, a couple would-you-rathers. The middle of the show, we're going to talk about how you would feel if certain players were added to the Nuggets roster on a cheap deal. Although these players I'm gonna we're going to add are going to be... Maybe players that are tough. You maybe don't want to see them win, especially in Denver. You don't want to root for those guys. But we have. I feel to like s- I'm going to want exactly zero of these players. I, I think you might. I, I don't even know the names. I just I can tell you I'm not going to want any of these players. It's such a hard thing. It's true. Um, you like rooting for guys you enjoy rooting for. If you bring in somebody and he's good, but you hate that dude, it's it's tough. It's not always easy. Um, but we're going to start with the big news around the world today. Not just the Nuggets, not just the NBA, but around the world. And that is that our guy Juancho Hernan Gomez has become an international super movie star or so i'm told vote you have the details for us yeah uh the cast of hustle which is a a new film filming now starring adam sandler as a basketball scout who discovers a player abroad with a rocky pass first first of all first of all adam sandler a lot of Joe Conley energy, who's like the Tim Conley's yes. brother, does some Scotty. It kind of looks like Joe Conley. Kind of, kind of has some Joe Conley in energy. I, like I would that. say he kind of dresses like he is. He's a professional <laughs> basketball blogger. Um, <laughs> Adam Sandler, as we know, is a real winner. This man catches W's at his own pace, at his own speed. Uh, well, the cast <laughs> of this film it just got even better because Queen Latifah, Robert Duvall, Ben Foster, Juancho, Hernan Gomez, Airhorns. <laughs> Jordan Hole, Rio Bato, uh, and Kenny Smith join Adam Sandler in the upcoming film. Uh, before before you say anything, I just have to 
this is a sneaky good cast, man. I'm, I'm actually you were kind saying of that, and then you made me think about it. And so, who is good there? <laughs> so Queen Latifah <laughs> is an icon, and then uh, okay, so icon. All right, I got the I, icon part. I, I am a Ben Foster fan. I don't think there's a Ben Foster fan club. Um, I don't know. There is. I don't he's know a, who Ben Foster he's is. He's a character actor, right? He was yeah, in he, uh, True Detective season one, I believe. You know, my favorite role of his is in the Three Ten to Yuma remake as okay. um, oh, Russell wow. Crowe's right hand man. He's pretty badass. Okay. But, uh, look, I'm just saying. I I, I kind of want to see where this film's going, but mostly because Wancho's there. Hmm. This is it's honestly amazing, man. Like, first of all. I, th- I've missed Wancho since he's been gone, but seeing this today made me like, it really made me take 20 minutes to just kind of go back into my feelings. Yeah. So uh, two thoughts. Hustle is the name of the movie, correct? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, th- it's such an Adam Sandler movie title. Uh, th- whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I love Wancho. I don't always think about like hustle when, when I think of <laughs> Wancho's game. Um, secondly, <laughs> You said what? Come on. a basketball Whoa. prospect from a troubled past. Yeah, he has yeah. a troubled past. Yeah. So, yeah. does Wancho get cast for this role if he does not have the tats? <laughs> no way. Great but question. Here, sophomore thing. year, Wancho does not, not get cast for this oh, role. Oh, it's so true. But you have to understand something, Harrison. He is the tattooed version of himself. When he came over, he was innocent, a sweet, innocent child, but something corrupted him. Might have been the mono. And now he is no longer uh, a sweet and innocent guy. He is uh, he is uh, it perfectly cast for this. I love it. I love it. I can't wait to watch it. We should probably host a uh, viewing party slash DNVR watches for this. Um, <laughs> pretty sure about that. It's going to be on wait. Netflix. I can't so wait. Might have to do it in the bar. This is uh, not listen. a bad. This is not a bad idea. We should try to get a theater and play this. This would be oh, an incredible DMV. Hundred percent serious. Yeah, I'm with <laughs> it, man. I'm with it. How about this move? Um, okay, obviously, what happened is everyone's schedules got shuffled around because of the pandemic. But how about Wancho getting traded to a team, been there for less than a season, heading towards restricted free restricted free agency, yeah. and uh, you know what, guys, I'm good on the team workouts. <laughs> You have fun. I'm going to go that, hang out with Adam yeah. Sandler. It's one way to really play hardball with your team. I'm just, yeah. I'm not even going to be anywhere around this team, you know, but I still want an extension. Can we enjoy that second bubble? Great business decision for our guy, Wancho. I feel like oh, his yeah. cloud is cause significantly more money to be made for him as a celebrity than as a basketball player. And I love or, him as a basketball player. Yeah. I mean, like uh, uh, a season in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. a movie with Adam Sandler. What does more for your Q score? Um, I, I'm legit excited about this, though. I'm I, I'm I'm wondering is Wancho going to act at any point? Because I don't think he's an actor. I, I mean, he's a good-looking dude and like an interesting guy, but I don't know that he can pull off like a complex character. First of all, I can't picture him doing anything but smiling. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it, it seems like he's a pretty central fixture in the movie. He is yeah, the prospect so. from a troubled past. Yeah, so let's nail this down. He is that guy, right? He's in these, a lot of these. What do you think it means when he has a troubled past? Like, what do you think that means within the context of this movie? Drug dealer. <laughs> oh, you think? Yeah, like user? Adam Sandler obviously rescued him from a gang. That's obviously what happened. <laughs> do you think he's Spanish in this movie, or do you think he has to do another? They would accent? have to be. They would, they would have, have to. Be, I would, I would right? hope he's Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> let's just make life easier for Wancho. I mean, look, man, I don't want to. Like, we love Wancho in Denver. I actually think it's kind of an interesting choice. Like, if you weren't a Nuggets fan, your first reaction would be, like, 
Wancho of all He's people. He's not nearly <laughs> popular enough. Yeah, but this right. is going to make him popular. But that's what I'm saying. So why Wancho? Is it that he's actually really, really good at this? And it'd be, I think it'd be really interesting if he was. Who are the other potential cast people that they could have casted for this? It has to be European and it has to be like play the troubled role. <laughs> like it couldn't be Fournier, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. Like yeah. who, who could it be? Uh, Nikola Pekovic. <laughs> Literally, a documentary. Like, he just literally, get, I think. Why, why does this guy look yeah. like he's forty years old? Yet he's supposed <laughs> to be a prospect. This guy looks like he runs with the mob. No, he does. He does. He's a part of the mob. Pekovic is literally part of the mob, and also does look like he has always looked like he was forty years old. Um, oh, I don't know who else. I don't know who else could have played this role. I don't know if there's any other. Are there any other like tattooed Europeans? I'm down that I'm thinking of this. I'm not sure I can think of like the most tatted European. Hmm. We have to be forgetting somebody. Um, does Chris obvious. Birdman count? I Chris mean, of Birdman. course, of course, my mind went right to Axel Tupon, my guy, but I don't think he has <laughs> any tattoos. Of course, <laughs> Tupon is it's also like the softest name ever. I can't picture that guy. <laughs> like, Axel Tupon. Wancho is a pretty soft name too. All right, what other? Maybe characters? like a uh, maybe like a Rudy Fernandez type. I don't know. All right, Rudy Fernandez could have played it for sure. Him and Wancho actually, I could see them being boys. Totally see them being boys. Um, so let's think of what other movies we'd like to see with uh, some some Nuggets players. Do you guys have any? I was I was sad as we went through this list of players, and I was like, what could I see them being cast as? I can't see any of the Nuggets really being cast in a movie. Like Gary Harris, I, I uh, picture him. I, I could see one guy. I could see one guy, and okay. that's Bull. Bull is popular yeah. enough to actually be cast in a movie. Like he has enough LA Hollywood connects, For I sure. would think, to potentially get a little uh, a For little sure. role in a movie. And he seems like he'd fit right into a Star Wars movie. I mean, if we're being honest, right into a Star Good Wars guy movie. or bad guy? Bad guy for sure. He's a bad guy for sure. Yeah, like Sith Lord type of character for sure. See, I could see him in a kung fu movie. Because and maybe what? this is only well only because do you guys remember when Kareem was in was he was when uh, Bruce Lee had to fight the seven footer you don't remember it was, it was it was Kareem yeah oh that's so, right so so Bobo is more of like a final boss I think he's thing. the final boss of a nice kung fu maybe it's Jamal Murray versus Bobo in this kung yeah. fu <laughs> be a good kung fu movie also kind of a half baked idea but um the movie A Bug's Life he could be the stick bug in that I'm not sure how it works yet <laughs> I feel like it might be offensive. <laughs> If it's like he's the voice so or if they just redo it and it's just like a tiny bowl in there. We, uh, I think, it, yeah, I think Michael Porter can be the bully in a high school movie. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like he's dating Jennifer Love Hewitt in the first half, but then like the nerd has to come and steal her away. He's the guy who's in, um, who's in the class with all of Seth Rogen's girlfriend, uh, all the classes with Seth Rogen's girlfriend in Pineapple Express. He's like that <laughs> jockey guy trying to steal his girl. You know what? This is the thing, though, about those types of movies. So, like, Can't Hardly Wait. I love that movie. I feel like that's the high school movie of my generation, that or American Pie. I prefer Can't Hardly Wait. But Jennifer Love Hewitt in that movie is dating the, like, biggest douchebag of the school all the way up until the final day. And we're supposed to feel bad for her and, like, hope she go. She's had four years to know that this dude was <laughs> Like picking on all the nerds and she just went by because it made her cool. she's a terrible character well absolutely horrible it's never talked about i feel like this is a it kind of ruins the movie for me um, oh, i'm glad you no gave it it's, uh, to this. 30 seconds of airtime I'm, I'm glad you 
brought awareness to it. <laughs> I kind of want, I would like to see Vlatko in Ghostbusters, just kind of like inexplicably part of the gang. I just think he'd be really funny. He had the least lot. Like maybe he's Harold Ramis or something. I don't know. Yo, uh, I could actually see him in like Predator or, you know, Rambo. Like he's kind of now, you think about those movies with like Schwarzenegger back in the day. He didn't have to act. He just had to be like really muscular and like a little foreign. And we were like, oh, okay. I feel like Vlatko can pull that off. Uh, I feel like Vlatko could be in like the Italian job. Yeah. Or some movie like that. He's yeah. a, is he a bad guy in that one or is he a good guy? He kind of has an innocent he, look to him. He, he could be a good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a real slick good guy. I um, think Michael Malone can be the Irish cop in New York who's willing to break all of the rules to bring criminals. To <laughs> <laughs> He's in, he is in every cop movie. <laughs> but, um, but at what cost, Brendan? At what cost? Because the, what the cost? lines, they get so blurred, you know, and now who's the right guy? Who's on the wrong side? It's, it's, you know, it's really, it's a, it's a thinker. About uh, Andre Iguodala as Effie Altis in the 300. Uh, I don't know this reference. Oh man. <laughs> Does he look He's, like him? No, he's the guy who betrays them to the Persian Empire and gives up the secret passageway. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Does he have big biceps? Is that why? No, he doesn't. Uh, I also have Thomas Welsh down as the big friendly giant. <laughs> Thomas Welsh. Thomas oh. Welsh in Hoosiers. Man, oh, yeah. been, I told you I've been, yeah, for real, Thomas Welsh. Still not believable. Um, I, I was, I've been watching all those Lonzo highlights, and Thomas Welsh and all of them is like a really, that's like a thing you kind of forget when you go back to UCLA. He's finishing a lot of the plays. It's so funny, dude. He was a good college player. I could see uh, Josh Kroenke as the evil billionaire in a movie. You know, like the Lex Luthor type. He kind of has the look of the, like, the everybody loves him, and he's the good guy, but behind the scenes, he's actually polluting the earth or something i don't know he could just be bruce wayne too he could just be, he could be the good guy yeah uh, let us know what you think josh which uh <laughs> i know he's listening to this dumb segment noah vonley as one of the battleships in pearl harbor uh, oh my God. <laughs> guy is a tank <laughs> all right do we have any more yeah paul Millsap in now you see me that's a magic movie. So that's a ref. That's a joke oh, for like five wow. people. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Did you see that movie? So I'm. Uh, yeah, I, I did not see that movie. Uh, I'm. I'm envisioning Troy Daniels as the like quintessential guy in a basketball movie who's just like the best player on the other team that like the champ <laughs> that the team is going up against in the championship team. That's actually like, really good. Couldn't you see I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like yeah. there's always it's the really like good. almost nameless, faceless other team that like is there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, God, this guy doesn't miss. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Let's get out of this segment. We come back. We're going to play a little bit of uh, we're going to, we're going to look at some of these awful police players we all hate, but talk about if we would still hate them if they came to Denver um, on a minimum. But first let's, let's hit a break. I can't wait for that. If you guys are picking up some Breck Brews this week, check out the Broncos Country Hoppy Pale Ale. It's in that custom Broncos blue and orange and white can. Can't miss it. The latest and greatest from Breck Brew, the Broncos Country Hoppy Pale Ale. Also, make sure to pick up any other Breck Brews that you want uh, at your local liquor store, your grocery store. You can even go to the source. to Broncos the, uh, 2-0 and in their last two. Breck Brew Farmhouse. Broncos yeah, on how a about run. those Broncos? How, how about, about those Broncos? Broncos? Uh, also, Not a streak yet, even though it is. We on the 
on the topic of the Broncos. Week six of football is in the books. Now it's time to read the tape and get ready for week seven. Of course, there's no better place to get on get in on all the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook America's top rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week seven, you guessed it. DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their <laughs> camp miss offer. It's back again for We're another this week. All week? This is incredible. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook. I've been is on a heater, man. I'm telling users. you, if you only bet on the the things they give you, those like little extra bonus, like you literally can't lose. I mean, well, you guess you can, but like it would be really bad <laughs> luck of you to lose because they give you such great odds. They boost those odds to where it's like dumb not to bet on it. So I keep betting on it. Keep money. Yeah, well, anyway, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to earn a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code DNVR. Remember, you've got to use that promo code DNVR. Of course, they've got some really cool props on this weekend's UFC 254. Uh, the World Series coming up as well. Every other sports league going on throughout the world, too. So make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get $1,000. That's code DNVR to get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to 500 bucks. Deposit bonus requires 25x playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, back here on the DMDR Nuggets podcast, Harrison Wynn, Brendan Vote, myself, Adam Mahrez. So we're going to look at some players now, and if they were to make their return, just how would you or make their come to Denver? How would you feel about it? And I'm going to start easy. I'm going to start really, really easy. I know you guys talked about him a little bit last week, but Danilo Gallinari. I don't think it's going to happen, but if he were to come back to Denver, how would you feel about that, Harrison? I feel great. I feel like it would be a great story. Uh, like I was talking about with Vote a few days ago on the show. Like it's not like Gallo and the Nuggets left on bad terms. Like Denver facilitated a sign and trade for him to go to the Clippers. So yeah. uh, I feel like you know it would be a nice little reunion. Gallo obviously still in Denver a lot. Still has a home here. His family has an Italian restaurant here. He still works out with Steve Hess, the former Nuggets strength coach. Um, so I just feel like on that level it would be fun. And then on the court, too, like the offensive punch that Gallo would add, wow. Uh, I mean, if, if you have him on the court with an MPJ, with a Jeremy Grant, with a Jokic, with Jamal Murray, I mean, that's yeah. a, a dangerous offensive team. What about you, Vote? Yeah, I mean, I, would, I love the idea. Um, I also think it'd be, there'd be something kind of poetic about this is that sort of grown right, don't skip step teams um, mm. that's rewarding Denver fans. And I think these are the, the same Denver fans that really embraced Gallo in his time in Denver. And it would be a, a sort of fun link back to um, the last time this team was good. And it, there'd be something kind of, there'd be closure, I think, in Gallo being a part of this team, maybe getting to the finals for the first time. Uh, on the court, I agree with Harrison, although I do wonder about redundancy a little bit. Like at a certain point, if you're playing the guys you should play in next season, the offense is going to be really freaking good. Um, but I'm curious. I'm curious what Gallo wants for himself at this point in his career. We know he said publicly he's willing to take less money to win. He's not young anymore. Um, but does that extend to his role in his playing time as well? Does he feel like he needs to be a starter, a top right. option? 
Uh, very curious to see those things. I know. I wish this was like one or two years past for Gallo. Right. Because I do feel like he's still too good and he would cost too much and Denver could use him. I'd love Gallo to come back and be a part of this team. Um, unify both of the post-Mello eras, the Gallo mm. era and the Jokic right. era. Yes. But um, I just don't see it happening. All right. Speaking of Carmelo Anthony, if he took a veteran minimum and came back to Denver, close out his career, how would you feel? I'll start with you this time, Vote. How would you feel? Man, I don't really have a connection to the Mellow days, but <laughs> I, I I think that would be awesome. I do. I think really? actually um, – I don't think this team needs Mellow or anything like that. But mm. at this point in his career, in which he definitely appears to have turned a certain page in Portland, he was trying to be the player. He, he was asked to be in Portland and, and, and nothing more. His expectations seemed to be in check for himself and the team. I think it'd just be the same thing, a fun story. I mean – you know what I would love is to never have another one of those days on Twitter where we do the mellow or Jokic or the do we really yeah, like yeah, yeah. mellow stuff. And I, I think you could sort of put all that to rest if he was a part of this uh, final step. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree if you vote. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a cool story, but it's just a story I just don't need at all for mm. this next nugget season. Like, yeah, like it would be a really cool storyline. It'd be, you know, it'd be fun to just, you know, reflect on that aspect of it. But this era of Nuggets basketball is just so far from the mellow era. I mean, it's just so redefined right mm-hmm. now. And um, like w- when we look at Jokic and Murray and what this core is going to do in the playoffs if they keep trending on this path. I mean, it's just going to like blow what Melo did out of the water. And I know that's not really what we're talking about right here, but I just feel like we're, we're so far removed from that. Yeah. It'd be a fun story, but for next season, like a team chasing a championship with their homegrown guys, it's, it's just not a story I need. Almost more of a distraction, maybe. I think it would be a distraction. That's why I'm out on it. I just think it would be like, oh, it'd be annoying. And then you'd get all the debates on talk radio and stuff about, and I would just be dumb. So I'm out. Um, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. They say he wants to come to Denver on a minimum, be a backup center. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) This is good. That's NBA champion Dwight Howard to you. Yeah. This would be unbearable. Um, I might have to switch teams that I'm covering if the Nuggets <laughs> sign Dwight Howard. Are you going down to yeah. CU? Are you covering the buffs? <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I- I'm glad we don't have to worry about this one because there's an absolute 0% chance the Nuggets sign Dwight Howard. Um, Good point. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I-, I just – talk about drama. Talk about drama. Like – the would. Dwight that's Howard that's re- what we would talk about. <laughs> redemption story would, would last like two years, you know. It, oh, it lasted God. a year. It would extend to two years if he came to Denver. Yeah. In the words of uh, Bay Area legend and friend of the show, E-40, um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. Like, one, it would probably be terrible. He would be a horribly, like, a horrible just fit character wise and like personality wise and i don't like him i don't want to root for players i really like don't like i don't know if i've ever had to do that to the degree that dwight howard would force me to do that demarcus cousins i don't think none of these i think are happening but demarcus cousins a michael malone guy 
Yeah, oh, yeah I mean, I I've, I've never been a Cousins guy. He's, like, been one of my least favorite players forever. Um, yeah, this is a big nope for me. Uh, for a lot of the reasons that um, I, Howard would be a nope. Like, drama just follows DeMarcus Cousins wherever he goes, you know. Like, things cannot be um, just mellow when you have Dwight or uh, when you have DeMarcus Cousins on your roster, there's going to be some blow up at some point. There's going to be some drama at some point during the season. I think you're, um, you're underestimating his late stage development. I mean, just last year he was arrested for uh, domestic violence. Um, well, he was, so he's really, he's really, I don't remember. The, the I don't leaf. remember this. Did that really happen? Yeah, it did. I don't remember that. Wow. Um, or a, warrant, a warrant was issued, I should a say. A arrest warrant was issued. was issued on DeMar. Yeah. Okay. What about – yeah, I'm also out. Jesus, Dwight. Like him, he Boogie would just kill me. Oh, my God. He would – almost as bad as Dwight. Um, we have Patrick Beverly on here, but I feel like this one for me is – it's a nope only because Denver has good guards. Like they don't need Patrick Beverly, I don't, I don't think. But well, – What would be uh, team flailing? Jokic yeah, and Patrick Beverly, team flail. <laughs> Here's the problem with Pat Beverly, because I actually liked Pat Beverly all the way up until the moment the Nuggets smacked him. And that is, I don't mind that chip on your shoulder. I don't mind that mouth. I don't mind that edginess, whatever. But you better not humiliate yourself. <laughs> and he did. Yep. So that's the only reason I wouldn't want him. Man, my lasting image, like memory of that guy is going to be him slapping the railing in the bubble, laughing at Dame. You know, right. like yep. only to realize that like the biggest laugh in the, the entire biggest bubble, laugh. you guys, it was at your expense. So yep. that's how I think yep. of that. Bit. That's tough. Yep. That's really tough. Um, Yusef Nurkic. <laughs> he wants, he wants <laughs> to come back to Denver for a redemption story. Well, I can, these are not realistic. This is just a time. fun thought experiment. Only if you play two centers. Yeah, just there you go. Ball can buddy ball anybody? Yeah, this is a no for me, dog. I I don't need the Nurkic redemption story. I'm trying to think of the the events that would have to take place for Nurkic to want to come back to Denver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's impossible. All right, we'll go further afield here. Andre Iguodala, veteran hey, minimum. I, I was I was for the Nuggets bringing in Andre Iguodala at last season's trade deadline before he went to Miami. So uh, this was before he went to Miami and uh, he signed that extension. And it really doesn't look like he had a lot left in the tank at times in the playoffs, but you know, it can, can still give you some good minutes every now and then I'd be for it on a minimum deal. I'd be for it. Um, man, I, this, I would be kind of surprised if Andre Iguodala keeps playing basketball, man, for much longer to be, I thought he looked to me like a player that was, near the very, very end of his role. Hey, he just signed a three-year extension um, with the Miami Heat. <laughs> no, I know. he finagled I, I uh, wonder, Pat Riley into that. I wonder how much of that vote, your perspective on this, has to do with the fact that he, because they're in the bubble and not getting haircuts as freshly, he just looked bald. You're, all, you're so right about that. Like, it really is what's driving this opinion. Because <laughs> so, he just shaved his head. You know, it's like, all right, there you go. He looked um, old. He looked I do like think... Not that we're there yet, although, like, the other thing is Iguodala is a guy who has done it. Like, he's been the face of a franchise. He was the best player on a team that had a really, like, big moment in Philly when they won that playoff series. It was – and he was at the center of it. Um, and and then he went on to be just a, a winner, and he got the ring. Right. So, if if that time ever starts creeping in, like, 
I just, he seems to me like a guy who wants to do other stuff with his life at some point, but yeah, um, yeah. I don't need him in Denver. No, thanks. Russell Westbrook. Now this one, I mean, we have to throw out the contract guys, of course, but I'm just saying if Russell Westbrook, nobody wants him, he's, you know, forfeits his contract and he's like, you know where I want to go Denver. I want to play with my buddy Jokic, my best friend. Uh, this is a big no. This is a big no. <laughs> I mean, Russell Westbrook, like, is he the most uncoachable player wow. in the NBA? Wow. Like, how do you coach that guy? Yeah. Wouldn't know, but you're probably right. I mean, it's like in terms of guys that we that still have that winning impact that are thought of that way. Yeah. Like he does absolutely whatever he wants on a basketball court. <laughs> That's right. You're right. You've already seen you, you know? Me. Yeah, there'd be no Jokic ball. Like him and Jokic would only be friends for so long when Jokic is like, bro. Come on, man. You'd have to exclusively play them at different times. They could never be on the court <laughs> at the same time. LaMarcus Aldridge. Sure. On a minute. Really? Sure. Really? You would want LaMarcus Aldridge on this team? He, see, he to me is a guy I can't Bring really. him he, off the bench. This feels unfair, but DeMar- LaMarcus Aldridge feels like a loser to me. Maybe this is unfair. <laughs> Maybe I'm being too hot takey. <laughs> I don't picture him being on a a winning team, like a real a for real winning team, not like a you know make it to the second round team. It is rough to be the face of the Spurs team that doesn't win, um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's a that's true. That seems like he's a good player, man. He's a good player. Uh, he'd be boring. And then you pass the the style of play when he's on your team is pass him the ball. He holds it for that, eight seconds the and shoots a fall away. That's the thing is he's really boring. Like how many people are buy- buying Aldridge jerseys, you know? But it's not even boring. It's like nothing comes off of that. He either makes his fade away or he doesn't. Or you double yeah. team and he passes like the open guy. But there's no like, oh, this is a good offense. It's just whatever. All right, last one here, guys. Kyle Kuzma. That's going to be a no for me. Harrison, are you there? His, I think his internet messed up. Yeah, this one's I I can answer for Harrison. That's a no for Harrison as well. <laughs> There's no chance. There is no chance. Wait, Harrison can I can I push back a little? Him. I I would want it just to see, like, what does that do to D line go? Who loves <laughs> the Nuggets him. and hates Kyle Kuzma with equal passion? Well, so I had this thing about Lonzo. Like you guys know, obviously, I've talked about this every show for the last four years. But I would yes. love Lonzo Ball on the Nuggets, and part of that is it would be great to dethrone the Lakers with their own guys. <laughs> So if I, that's the only saving grace, Kuzma, I can't stand, but if there was a way to get like Lonzo and Kuzma as the eighth and ninth guy on this team, and they just play a crucial role in beating the Lakers to me, that would be too good. That would, that would make it worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still going to pass. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. Good Harrison, thought, are you back? Is there, is there, are you passing on Kuzma? Yeah, I'm definitely passing. On <laughs> definitely passing on Kuzma because you know, if, if, um, Kuzma was on the Nuggets and they beat the Lakers with Kyle Kuzma. The LA media would just like launch an all-out attack against Kyle Kuzma <laughs> to try to uh, to try to delegitimize that win for Denver. I could see Kuzma also being a double agent. Oh god. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> totally see him like doing that. All right, take us to break. We come back, we're going to wrap up with a couple of quick would you rathers. Take us away, Harrison. Yeah, guys, if you are looking to head back to school, well, maybe you're a first-time freshman looking to go to college for the first time. Maybe you just need a few more classes to finish up your degree. Check out MSU Denver online. They've been doing the online education thing forever. So summer, so did Ali Monroy uh, at DNVR. 
So check it out. And yeah, maybe you can find yourself taking a class or two in uh, the spring or, or maybe in the summer. Also, make sure to check out the Colorado Rugby podcast with Colton Strickler. He covers everything that has to do with Colorado and American rugby on the DNVR network. He also has written content on the DNVR.com. Awesome stuff from Colton. He breaks down the game on a really simple level. If you have no idea how rugby works, uh, his stuff is really insightful. If you are a rugby fan, he's an absolute expert. Uh, so he really keeps the conversation going. Again, make sure to check out the DNVR Rugby podcast. Download it from everywhere that you get your podcasts from iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. And then check out our rugby content online, ddnvr.com. All right, final segment here. We're going to do four. I have four quick would-you-rathers. So going into the season, there is some uncertainty. Would you guys personally, and I'll start with you, Vote, would you rather the season begin in January but with empty arenas, completely empty, or start in March, but you get fans in there? Maybe we'll, we'll say it half half uh, capacity fans. What would you rather have personally, Vote? I would rather wait for the fans, man. Really? Yeah, that's I, I really learned that watching this. Like it was so great having basketball back and so great having those those nuggets moments to enjoy. And may, maybe my take my top takeaway from that postseason after Jamal being dope is what a bummer it is that the fans just didn't get to, to do that together, you know, experience that together. Yeah. Um and these days that cultural footprint is there. So that that's one of been one of my favorite things to witness. And so I, I want to see the fans. Yeah, I would probably say, what was the other option? 60 games without fans? Man, no fans for this entire next season would really suck. (laughs) That would really suck. Like, if it was 60 games, but we eventually get fans, you know, back in the arenas for the playoffs, like, that would be the happy medium. That would be the best option. I First Um, of all, I think that's going to be what happens. I mean, I don't know how the season's going to start, but I, I suspect that by the end of this next season, there will be some some kind of fans in the arena, even if it's just, like, limited. Well, I don't think the NBA is, like, going to be able to operate if they don't have <laughs> any fans in arenas. Like, they're just going to – every team is going to be so deep in the red. I mean – Yeah, that's true. We ran into some technical difficulties here at the end of the show, but I'll just kind of present these over-unders um, – are these would you rather's rather to end them out and just kind of talk about them solo here. But the other one we had was 82 game season, but 20 of those games are back to backs or 62 game season, but no back to backs. I think this is an actual problem. The NBA is going to be faced with personally. Um, You know, if you start in late January and you don't want this thing to linger into August or September, which I think both of those things, you know, the NBA wants to start this sooner rather than later. I don't think they want to push it back, and I don't think that they want this to linger too long. So they have to decide, do we compress a season like a lockout season where teams are doing all this travel and there's back-to-backs, or do we shorten the season and just cut off 20 games? I think they're going to land on the ladder. I would not be surprised if next season you see um, – I don't want to call it a gimmick – But if you just see the NBA experiment a little bit, maybe there is a play-in game similar to the one they had this year where they say, okay, 62 games, a team gets an injury, you know, that derails the whole season. So why don't we, you know, adjust for that by having this end-of-season tournament that allows all these teams to kind of play into. It'll create revenues. And I think that's where they land. So they get a 62-game season. 
you might even get a situation where the entire league is playing every other day. So the Nuggets, this is what happened in the seeding round and in the playoffs where it, other than, you know, things got a little bit out of whack when there was the um, – you know, the boycott or the strike, whatever you want to call it. When there was that, you know, things got compressed a little bit. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was just every other day teams are playing and we have these like, you know, the Nuggets usually play the Timberwolves four times, two at home, two away. I wouldn't be surprised if they played both of the home games in a row. Or maybe they play four games against each team in their division and they're all in a row like, okay, Minnesota flies to Denver. They play a little four-game series or three-game series, whatever. Then Denver flies to Portland, plays three games in a row against Portland, and this, the series, the season kind of kicks off like that. I wouldn't be surprised by that. I mean, they're still trying to figure out all of the logistics and, and everything to make this as comfortable as possible. So, I think this is what they're presented with, and I personally would take 62 games. I would love the NBA to play 82 games, but I back-to-backs, I would rather watch good basketball, and I think if you shorten the season and you don't, you know, this isn't so gimmicky that you're like, God, so many guys are hurt and resting and all this other stuff. Just don't deal with that. 62 games, do something fun at the end, make it work. Next one I have on here, Bull Bull breakout year or MPJ breakout year. This one's kind of intriguing. I mean, like if you had to pick only one of those guys, but they play great, which one would you rather? I still think I would rather go with Michael Porter Jr. Even though I think Bull Bull is, you know, has a lot of higher upside than people realize. Um, I still think if MPJ has the breakout year this year, I still have like faith that Bull Bull has a breakout year after that or, or whatever. So um, for me, this one's pretty easy. And then I had this last one here. The Lakers add Carmelo Anthony or the Lakers add DeMarcus Cousins. Um... I'll say Carmelo because I think he is they're both not like not great impact players but you know Melo has not won in Denver since he left and I wouldn't mind that record being extended into a whole other offseason and maybe it gives Denver a little bit of a good luck charm so I guess I would I would in that weird scenario that's probably what I would take that's it for today guys like I said ran into a little bit of technical difficulties at the end of the show so I just wrapped up all on my own but um thanks so much everybody who tuned in and and gave the show uh, a shot today we'll be back again tomorrow with a brand new episode I'm sure D-Lanco will be back always a welcome addition we'll see everybody then before we get out of here, guys, make sure to check out Green Mountain Dental Group. A lot of us here at DNVR go to Green Mountain Dental Group, and they're located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. And when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, they're going to hook you up with a free Sonicare toothbrush, which might be the deal, the best little promo that any of our sponsors here at DNVR do. Sonicare is an awesome electric toothbrush. It will last you a long time. It's super durable. It will lead to a healthier mouth and healthier teeth and hopefully less dentist bills in the long run. So check out Green Mountain Dental Group today. They're awesome people. They're a family-owned business. And when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, they will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush today.